This episode of Open Micros Podcast is brought to you by that dirty, dirty motherfucker, BJ DeBlow. He knows exactly what he did. Yeah, he does. He would have, he does. He would have started his own podcast, but he's too chicken shit. Let's play our theme song. Music with the awesome drummer can only mean one thing. It's Wednesday night. It's time for the Open Micers Podcast. My name is Jason Robbins. It's your boy Soup Dog Jacob Craig. <laughs> and uh I always look forward to these episodes every month, Jason. I'm I'm glad we decided to take a to take a, a week out of the month to mm-hmm. just sit down and shoot the shit with each other and well, talk apparently, about things. Apparently you have something to get off your chest. I, yeah, I, I do have a lot to talk about, uh, which, which is which is why if, if you would like to start with how your week's been, uh, if that might be better, because I, I'm probably going to be talking a lot this episode. Uh, it was okay. I saw um, Halloween ki- uh, Kills, and that was yeah. really good. Um, and I work a lot, and I'm tired, and if I don't get a yeah. break soon, I'm going to uh, destroy Tokyo. <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh man, that you're a big old racist anyways. Um Yeah, man, I uh, I started a new job recently. Um I I work with children. I can't say exactly what I do or what goes on there, but I work with children, and that's all you need to know. That's And a, uh that's as what? That's why why would they let you near children? Look. <clears throat> first of all, <laughs> Clip that. Second of all, <laughs> I'm really good with kids, Jason. I'm actually very good with with children, That's and I are, think you are a child. Uh, I think I think deep down you know that that when it comes to to the wire of being responsible, that I'm, I can I'm, be I, I'm, I can be responsible. I'm peppering in pepper burps while you while you talk. Oh, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but I'm I'm I am surprisingly responsible when it uh, when it comes to children, and I'm the only father on the counselor staff. So uh, when it comes to a lot of um, situations with the kids, I they look to me to kind of deal with all of that. But um, I will say I don't know what's worse, working with kids or working with open micers, because. <laughs> Tuesday, what I went happened? from my job. Oh my god, what happened? Working with kids to my open mic that I host, working with open micers, and let me say, business is booming right now, right? Mm-hmm. Ever since I took over the Juke Joint open mic, business is good. You know, bars making more money, more people are coming. Those people may not enjoy a lot of the open micers that are on the show, but there's not really anything. I could do about that. You know, you kind of just have those nights. But this last Tuesday, almost every single open micer, like, and, and not, not like the people that, that we know and respect and are trying to grind in the comedy world, but just random fucking people decide to sign up and then just tell their life story into a microphone for a blank crowd for way too fucking long. <laughs> like I would rather argue with children all day 
than try to shine my flashlight into your fucking eye for 10 minutes to tell you that you need to stop talking. So do you, I haven't been in a while. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been able to go because I've been busy on Tuesday nights. I mean, do you instruct the new people that when you the light yes. is shined in their face that they only have one minute left and to wrap it the fuck up? Yes, I do, and which is why it baffles me. And and the thing is is maybe I'm not assertive enough because I'm I'm very nice at the open mic and I try to tell everyone you know no pressure to go over your time a little bit no worries everyone does it and apparently they take that to mean to, I don't oh I don't have to listen to the rules later because <laughs> you're being nice to me so that was a thing that happened um, other things happened I I will say that. Uh, for the first time in my life, I've I've started craving cigarettes. Uh, between the stress at work and the stress at open mic, the first time in my life I've ever craved nicotine. Dude, coffee and so, cigarettes are the only thing that keep me standing most days. Yeah, I have a, a bag of B-Res coffee in the mail uh, <laughs> on the way here as we speak. And, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to have to start smoking again or, or get some nicotine gum to chew at work or something like that so I don't snap and kill a child. But, um, <laughs> anyways, so last night at the open mic, uh, we had an incident that oh. was akin to the likes of the legend of Jason Waterfall. Oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> so... Uh, this all happened in the span of 10 minutes because it happened and was over during my set. As I was doing comedy and trying to get everyone used to the idea, this all transpired. This lady apparently contacted somebody or called, called the bar asking how to sign up, saying, oh, I'm going to be there. My name I'm new. I'm going to come sign up to the open mic. By the way, this person claims to know you, Jason Robbins. I don't know. I, I know who if you're you talking know this about. person. You do. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you what happened with her. <laughs> so she comes in, comes in late, mind you. Don't use names. Don't use last names because I don't know I what don't, happened. I don't want anybody to get angry. I don't even know her last name, so we don't have to worry okay. about that. But um, she comes in and uh, starts making a scene instantly. Just talking super loud, yelling, heckling me, and I didn't even know. Like, I kept coming off stage and peeking around the corner to see what the fuck was going on, and I had no idea what was happening, and then apparently some other guy got involved and said someone needs to kick her out because she's causing problems, and then she gets in a fight with the guy, and all of this happens. And within 10 minutes... I, so I get off stage. She comes up to me. The only thing she says to me is, uh, wow, you were really funny. That's a good job. I can't believe no one was laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you tell people you're doing well. And also people were laughing. You were just yelling and being belligerent. Uh, so apparently... Uh, Krangus takes her out onto the porch, talks to her, tells her that she can't do all that kind of stuff. It escalates 
And I don't know what happened between the two of them, but it escalates into her being banned from the juke joint open mic. What? Uh, yeah. So that's essentially the meat of what happened. I don't know a lot of specifics because essentially all I was told is like, hey, uh, cross her name out. She's banned. She can't come here anymore. Jesus. Yeah. So she did something bad enough to just get thrown the fuck out. Wow. Yeah. Because she had texted me out of the blue like a week ago and said, hey, I, w- I want to come up and do comedy. I was like, okay, well, that, you know, good luck. <laughs> like, I think, you, I, I think you could do it, so good luck, you know. I mean, I say that to everybody that wants to do it. Never, I think everybody should yeah. try it at least once. Yeah, and she, she ticked all the boxes of, of what not to do. She, uh, she comes in loud. Gets in a confrontation at the bar, heckles the host, insults me to my face. Jesus. And then has another confrontation on the porch that escalates into her getting kicked out of the Good bar. Lord. <laughs> in a span of 10 minutes. Jesus. That's a record. That's, someone call Guinness. <laughs> I don't know. Jason Waterfalls got... got uh... Got kicked out pretty quick. I think that was less than five five minutes. Yeah, I, I yeah, I will I will give it to no one's gonna top Jason Waterfalls because he he tried to make it physical as as well. Should so. we recount the tale of Jason Waterfalls for people, maybe new listeners that don't know the story of Jason Waterfalls? Go right ahead, buddy. Okay, so this began back when we used to do open mic at this place called the Wayward Kraken in Biloxi. And we were doing open mic one night, and uh, of course, I get asked to go up first a lot because I'm a veteran, and they're always like, hey. all the hosts, even you, are, they're most, a lot of times like, hey, uh, do, do you mind going up first so, so everybody would be comfortable? I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll go up first. I don't care. So I went up first that night. I think Wally was might have been uh, the host at this time. Yeah. And uh, I go up first. Then this dude goes up after me, goes by the name of Jason Waterfalls, which is not his real name, of course, and uses it as a stage name. Claims he's, like, done comedy at, like, you know, in L.A. and New York and stuff. But he comes in and immediately just, like, starts roasting me. Like, for no reason. I don't know this dude from Adam. Like, just starts roasting me. And I'm just like, what? Like, I don't even know you, dude. Like, what? who the fuck do you think you are? Just like, hey, I don't even remember what he said. Do you even remember the shit he was saying about me? Uh, I have no idea what he said about you, but all I remember is is his set was along the lines of like, hey, I just got off a plane from L.A. and and uh, and titty cheeseburger. Yeah, and I was like, like <laughs> it. he just kept saying the word titty cheeseburger over and over. And again. no one was laughing, and I was ready to kick his ass because he was like roasting me for no reason whatsoever. I did nothing to this guy, and I don't mind being roasted, but if you're gonna roast me, you better know me. <laughs> like at least yeah. have talked to me once in my life. Don't. He also walked out on his tab. Yeah, he walked out on his tab. He immediately left after he did his set, went, walked out the door, and left. So I was like, okay, well, that, that, that was that. 
A few weeks later, cut to a few weeks later, we're <coughs> at the juke joint. Hold on, oh, hold on. Pepper burp. <laughs> right, there we go. So, <laughs> a few weeks later, we're at the juke joint, and it, it's a pretty slow night. It's mostly, it's actually pretty early in the evening. The show had just, the open mic had just started. It was mostly comedians. Yeah, it was just comics there mainly. Maybe a few patrons uh, at the bar. Uh, in comes Jason Waterfalls. And I don't even remember who was on the stage at this point. S- somebody was up so, on stage. Yeah, it was, uh, it was our buddy uh, Too Real was on stage. He yes. comes in uh, looking like Ace Ventura. No, he came and- in looking like Monterey Jack. From uh, something like that, <laughs> from uh, rescue uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah, so and, he comes uh, in, and and orders a drink. Yeah, Tyrell, Tyrell roasts him. To be yeah. fair, he comes in and, and Tyrell says something about his shirt, and that was the only excuse that he needed. So called to... him like low rent Magnum PI or something like that. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember something along those lines. Well, he immediately gets all pissed off and starts heckling. And two reels, like, all right, dude, you know, like trying to get through a set was just like, dude, I'm just, you know, I'm just messing with you or whatever. It, it was lighthearted. It wasn't like immediately mean, you know, yeah. like, like trying to bust his balls or anything. It was just like commenting on how he was dressed. We, we all do that. Like, look at this guy in the shirt, you know, that kind of shit. So Jason Waterfall comes in, orders a drink. His girlfriend goes to the bathroom. And all this happens in the span of his girlfriend being in the bathroom. Or I don't know if it was girlfriend, date, whatever. She goes to the bathroom. He gets his drink. He starts heckling. Too real. Too real's trying to de-escalate the situation. Just like, all right, dude, you know, calm down, yeah. like, whatever. And uh, who was it? Um, oh, shit. Uh, who okay, was- so I'll, I'll fill in the gap yes, here. Yes, please. <laughs> he, he keeps heckling uh, Too real. Everyone in the room is yelling at him at this point to shut up, like shut your mouth. You're being drunk and belligerent. We know who you are. Shut your fucking mouth. And (laughs) everyone's saying that. And then our buddy, Jimmy James yells at him to shut up. And he's the smallest person in the room. Yeah. So of course, Jason waterfalls goes up to him, the smallest person in the room to try to fist fight him. Yeah. And that's when me, you, Krangus uh, and a couple other people get up and surround him. This yeah, dude. it's like seven on one, yeah, at least. Like, get the fuck out of here, or you're gonna get your ass beat. <laughs> like, that's about this is about to go down. Because I'm sorry, if you of all the people to go after, he's gonna go after Jimmy James, who's like, you know, five foot nine, maybe a hundred and forty pounds, maybe. And yeah, really this skinny. dude, Jason Waterfalls, is a, you know, kind of a bigger guy. So, yeah. no, this ain't going to happen. We're going to destroy you if you touch Jimmy. Yeah, and uh, uh, I believe the, the someone who works at the juke joint uh, physically pushes him out the door well, yeah, into the, the parking lot. Security came up and grabbed him and was... Well, he actually, when we stood up is when he... Gets in this, you know, like this fighting stance where, and we're, cause he gets, he threatens Jimmy. We all get up and surround him immediately. He drops into this, you know, old 30 style boxing stance. And he's just like, come on, boys. And we're just like, yeah. dude, really? <laughs> like, this is what you're going to do. 
And so yeah. security grabs him, yanks him, pulls him out in the parking lot. He's banned for life from the juke joint. His girlfriend then comes out the bathroom and is just like, where's my boyfriend? And we're all like, he just got kicked out. And she's like, yeah. already? Like, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And while he was in the parking lot, he kept yelling at us like, all right, come down here and do something. What you're you're gone now. Like you're you're in a you're in a gravel parking lot and we're gonna go do a thing and you're not invited anymore. Yeah. Like it doesn't do me any good to come down there and kick your ass. Like you're gone. So that was the story of Jason Waterfalls. Like it was it was less than five minutes this whole thing went down. Yeah. And this was a very similar situation because it escalated very quickly into security getting involved and security being like because security at the Duke Joint is a little more, a little lenient for my case. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't immediately say, "Hey, you need to get the fuck out." They, they took her out of the bar and said, "Hey, you need to go on the porch. You can't be doing that in the bar. You have to go on the porch." So security came and took her to the porch, and then um, she uh, left on her own accord after security got involved. Yeah, uh, they for the juke joint, they really do. There's been too many incidents that they yeah. need to have security be like, all right, we need to de-escalate this stuff before it gets to the point of somebody almost getting knocked out. Yeah, it was just, <laughs> it needs to be a zero-tolerance policy when someone's fucking sober, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're doing this shit sober? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Get out. You're, yeah. You don't need to drink. I can understand people being belligerent if you've had, you know, one too many. I've been belligerent on one too many a few times in my life. But if you're coming in sober, it's time to go. You know, you're doing that. Uh, No. And if you're trying to get into comedy, first of all. Don't insult the host. (laughs) That's that's, rule number one. Don't insult the host. And look, I mean, I might, I might not have even thought anything of it if she just like sat down and watched the show and then did her set. Like I would have just brushed it off. But that's the last thing she did before she got kicked out of the fucking bar. We're just like, your jokes are good. Too bad no one laughed. <laughs> like, fuck you. I mean, I had to do all of that. Well, literally during my set, no one was looking at me. Every head was turned looking at her. And her bullshit going on in the corner. And I had to, as soon as she left, I had to go to my road material to get everyone back in. And you say, like, okay, here's jokes that I know are going to work. Fucking, I need you to laugh, please. And uh, luckily that worked out. But uh, I I know it's going to be a bad situation if someone tells me, oh, this person called the bar asking about the open mic and they want to try it. I'm like, ah, yeah, they're going to do something stupid. 100% 100% of the time. Person calls the bar 100% of the time. They're, they're not. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. They don't know how this works. But for those listening to the show, let's go through a set of rules of what not to do Yeah, if you're trying them. to get into comedy. What, what are the five rules that you do not do if you're trying to get into comedy? So obviously, the number one rule is don't insult the host. Yeah, that, that'd be a good start. <laughs> number two. If you walk in and the show is going on, shut up. <laughs> Don't say anything. Yeah. 
sign, you know, get signed up. If you need to ask somebody, how do I do this? Very quietly walk up to the bartender or someone who looks like, or like you see a comedian like on the stage when they get off the stage, come say, Hey, Hey, how do I, uh, how do I sign up for this? Is there a sign up sheet? That's what yeah. you do. You don't walk in going, Hey, what's up fuckers? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. How do I sign up for this stupid shit? That's essentially what happened. <laughs> oh boy. We got a soup drop, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. Oh, oh, soup. There it is. <laughs> what kind of soup is it? Yes. Oh, here we go. Hold on. We got the soup going. Hold on. Soup horn. What kind of mm. soup? Tomato? Oh, yeah. You know oh, it, yeah. baby. You're going to turn into a tomato. You know what? If that's the way I go, Jason, it's the way I go. But, All right. Uh, now we've had soup break. So that was... Okay, let's, <clears throat> let's go over this. No, rule number one, never make fun of the host. Number two, if you walk in and the show's going on, shut up. Number what what would be rule number three? Uh, let's see. Don't heckle. Um, yeah, don't heckle. Absolutely, that should be rule number one. Don't fucking heckle. Wait until you're on. If you think if you have something funny to say or think you have something funny to say, wait till you get on stage to say it. And here's the thing. I mean, if someone that I don't know comes and starts heckling during the show, and their names on the sign up list. Either their name's getting crossed out and I'm going to tell them to fuck off or I'm going to put them on stage and I'm going to heckle you better. <laughs> you think you can heckle better than comedians can heckle? Yeah, that's You're dangerous wrong. territory. Yeah, that's dangerous. So, okay, number one, let, let's, let's recap. Number one, don't make fun of the host. Number two, if the show's going on, shut up. Number three, do not heckle. Do not heckle. Yeah. Number four. What would number four be? Let's see. Um, well, obviously a good rule would be to not uh, confront bar patrons. That would be a good <laughs> yeah. rule. If we're, talk- <clears throat> if we're just talking about this situation, don't call the bar. Don't confront bar patrons about anything. I don't even know what it was about, but just keep it to your fucking self. So uh, don't confront anyone for any reason, unless unless it's valid. Like if if you walk in and and somebody, you know, is like immediately punches you in the face, like yeah, you can say something at that point. <laughs> like, but if you walk, don't don't cause a scene. So number four would just basically be don't cause a scene. Yeah. What's another good rule? Um, uh, honestly, open mics aren't that hard if you have common sense. You know what I mean? Make friends with the other comedians before you start making fun of them. Yeah. <laughs> Try to make friends. That's a good way to get in at the different open mics around. And also it. It's so easy. Like, I've never gone to an out-of-town open mic and been like, hey, I'm Jacob. I'm from this scene. I, I've been doing comedy this long. I've never had anyone be like, oh, yeah? Well, fuck you. You don't want to come to this scene. Blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone's nice. Like, you yeah. go anywhere. Like, the open mic host is going to be nice. 
the other comics are more than likely going to be nice to you. That's just yeah. kind of how it is because they're like, oh, wow, you know, new comedian. That's cool. I don't want to run them off. Yeah. So we got it. That's our five rules. Number five, be cool and make friends. Number four, don't cause a scene. Number three, don't heckle. Number two, if, you, if the show's already going on, shut up. Number one, don't make fun of the host. Those are your yeah. five basic principles of open mic comedy. You follow our five rules and you'll go far. It'll yeah. at least make friends. At least in the open mic circuit. Yeah. That's what you need to do at open mics to become a bookable comedian. Yeah. Do those things and eventually you won't be an open micer anymore. And break those rules and well, you're going to be just like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll end up on a podcast. Yeah, you'll end up on a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. That was it. That was really it. That's all I wanted. I wanted to bitch about work. I wanted to to, to bitch about uh, open mics. I don't yeah. Know. I um. Got oh, buddy. Oh, what? Oh no, you go ahead. I was gonna say, ask you if you had any Halloween plans. Uh well, let's let's save that for our Halloween episode. Okay. Um, I need we need to find, uh work out a time to record. By the way, I have it down for the Saturday. I don't know. This Saturday, I'm not sure yeah. if I'm gonna be able to do that, but we will see. Okay, we'll work it out. Um, hey Jacob, yeah, we got to tell the listeners about Brez Coffee Company. Oh, they're coffee for gamers by gamers. That's them. 100% free trade Colombian coffee, roasted right here on the Gulf Coast in Pensacola, Florida. Sounds perfect for all night gaming sessions, no matter what kind of gamer you are—video games, tabletop, card games. Brez has what you need to keep sharp. They got all kind of flavors to choose from, like good for gaming light roast or the necro medium. See, I like a good dark roast, like the critical gaming dark. You can even add flavors to your coffee, like iCast Fireball, which is a fireball whiskey flavor. Can't decide what you want? Then just try their specialty sample pack. Whatever your coffee of choice is, they got you covered. Head on over to BrezCoffeeCompany.com and use the code OMPODCAST to check out for 10% off of your order. Amazing! Something I forgot to mention about this open mic that was absolutely pleasant. Good highlight of my night. You'll never guess who uh, who decided to stop by. Who? Mutual friend of ours. Someone who's been on the podcast. Um, well, I mean, we've had a lot of guests at this point, so uh, uh, I don't know. Ernie Kinnemer stopped by. Oh, really? Yeah, all the way from Birmingham, Alabama. Nice. Just to come check out my open mic. And Ernie is one of the most delightful people I've ever met. He, he actually uh, mentioned to me that a lot of people have um, talked to him about our podcast episode. So that was uh, good to hear. That's cool. Um, yeah, he rolls in there and um, he told me he might come. He said, uh, yeah, I just won $430 playing craps at the Hard Rock. Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> It was like music to my fucking ears, Ernie. Holy shit. <clears throat> that dude's always winning money at the casinos. Man, I never always. win shit. That's why I stopped going. Ernie goes to the casinos enough that I'm pretty sure like whenever he books a room, they upgrade him. Oh, I'm like, sure. I'm sure he's, he's get, got, he gets free rooms <clears throat> at yeah. this point. He's like a, a high roller. He definitely, he definitely does the casino circuit a lot. 
And uh, we took a tip bucket that we give to comedians. And, and I mentioned that we had someone come in from Birmingham and Ernie came to me. He's like, hey, you know, you know, I don't need the money, right? Like I'm doing well. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I, I got it. I got that. But thank you for being. That's why why don't you take some of those winnings and throw in the bucket for some of the, the comedians that aren't doing so well. Well, I don't know if he did or not. Well, but what I do know is that he did buy a lot of the comics drinks. So I'm sure he, he did. Uh, Ernie's awesome. Very... If you ever get a chance to see Ernie Kinnemer live, that dude is great. And he's got some cool yeah. stories. Great stories. Go back and listen to that episode. If I, uh, off the top of my head, I'm going to call it episode 18. I think it's episode 18 with Ernie Kinnemer. It should be around there. Yeah. And Ernie's Something awesome. Like he's been in the, in the comedy scene since like the late 70s. Yeah, 1970s. Yeah, I mean, he's he hung around with like Richard Pryor, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, uh, Robin Williams, people like that. So he was he was in the middle of that 80s comic boom, and uh, yeah. in Los Angeles back in the day. And you can't meet a nicer person either. I mean, he's so fucking altruistic and and generous, and uh, um, and he he, he he's so. It's it makes you feel good when you hang out with him because he always he never fails to tell you how funny you are if yeah. he thinks you're funny even if you're just a little bit funny even if you have like one good joke Ernie will tell you how funny you are yeah I love and Ernie. that I love him I love him to death man he's like the grandpa I never had <laughs> um, he's supposed to be doing an Ernie Kinnemer and Friends thing at the Stardome Comedy Club that he works at a lot and. Uh, he said that he wanted to get uh, me and Krangus on that. So what about I'll... me? Well, buddy, you should have you should have came out. For the, for the I can't, oh, dude. I had so buddy. much to do last night. Yeah, you're doing some uh, some podcast, and you're doing yeah, some voice work. I'm doing voice work for a uh, uh, a scripted audio drama podcast called Kumasan. It's like a, a fantasy fiction. And um, I've been doing it since episode one for like six weeks now. And um, it's actually starting to get a little bit easier because in the beginning I had to do a lot of the voices and now we're actually adding other voice actors into the mix and uh, it takes a little bit of the weight off my shoulders. So I only have, you know, like one main character I have to do and a few peripheral characters at this point. But go check out the Kumasan podcast, K-U-M. A S A N, Kumasan. It's a fantasy fiction pie. It's like kind of like Game of Thrones, that type of shit. Yeah, I'm I'm 100 percent sure you spelled that wrong, but I'm sure people will find it. Yeah, they'll find K U M A S A N, Kumasan. There's definitely an I in there somewhere. There's no I in there. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um. But me and Wally hey, are both. Uh, our good friend Wally Phelps is doing yeah, voice yeah. work for it too. Yeah, I know a few people who are are, are doing voices for that. Uh, if you guys, uh, if you guys need another voice, man. Actually, I I, I, mean? I was gonna send Dave a text today that if he needed an, uh, another voice for anything, I was gonna throw your name in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. Please feel free. I'll. Because uh, for a while he was you. looking for female voices because Dave himself was actually doing all the female voices for it. And he, had, oh. he got his wife to do it for a bit, but she didn't really want to, she's, I don't know, she's really not into doing acting stuff, so he kind of makes her do it. <laughs> and yeah. now we have, uh, who was it? She is, she's, 
in a band. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, you can follow it on Instagram. It's Kumasan Podcast. And yes, I spelled it correctly. K-U-M-A-S-A-N. Kumasan. Her name, uh, just added her. Her name is uh, Susie Bravo. What is that? That was from your end, buddy. Was it? What was that? Oh, yeah. That was weird. Uh, she is from uh, Witchcrier. You ever heard of a band called Witchcrier? Uh, no, I haven't, actually. Yeah. She is from the band Witchcrier. And uh, who else? Uh, we just added James Dorton. Uh, who is who did um voice for uh the Doom video games? So he's doing oh. that. And he's a frontman for Black Crown Initiate, Initiate, uh, the band. So I think I actually have heard of that band. Got a heavy hitter in the in the mix there. Yeah. Did some voice work on Doom, so that's awesome. That's uh, good, man. I, I've wanted to get into voice work for a while. Uh, I never had the uh, the proper equipment until now. But uh, yeah, I'd love to get some uh, some voice Those work going. Lovely really pipes cool. here is going. Lovely pipes, dude. Lovely pipes. I can act my ass off, Jason. You don't even have it. You don't even have a clue. <laughs> Look, before the podcast started, I want to talk to you about your poop habits. Okay. I think thirty minutes is too long to <laughs> be sitting on the toilet. Because, and, Look, and Jason. Here, Here's with, what happened. With all due respect, with all due respect, Jason, mind your fucking business. <laughs> You're gonna get hemorrhoids. I might already have one because sometimes <laughs> when I get done pushing, I think there's still poop and there's not poop, but it feels like there's something like left in my butt. So that might be a hemorrhoid. Yeah, that's what that is. It's from sitting on the toilet for too long. Well, also I push like I'm giving birth. Like I. It's <laughs> not good. You need. Okay, I know you love soup. I want to be empty. You love soup, but you need to yeah, eat some greens. You need to have some fiber in your diet. Jason, I'd rather die. <laughs> you need some uh, leafy spinach and uh, just some greens. Throw some, throw some greens in there. I'll smoke some greens, you know what I'm saying, boy? <laughs> tell, oh! your, <laughs> tell your mom to chop up some kale and put in your tomato soup. You won't taste it, and it'll, it'll clear you out. Because I think you need it. I'm worried about you. Jason, I'm not exaggerating when I say I would, I would rather die prematurely than <laughs> eat a single bit of kale. That's not an exaggeration. It, yeah, but if you add it to stuff, you can't taste it. It's tasteless. And if I don't add it to stuff, be all right. Well, then why don't you eat like a carrot or something? <laughs> like something that'll help you push all that, that, that stuff out. Be- because let me let me try to explain this to you as, as simple as I can, Jason. See, carrot, no make brain feel good. <laughs> Chinese? Chinese food? <laughs> make brain feel. Well, if you're going to eat very good. Chinese food, then why don't you eat some like steamed broccoli? And uh... because I'm not a communist, that's why. <laughs> then why are you eating Chinese food then? <laughs> hey man, don't corner me, all right? I'm not on trial here. <laughs> there, I, just... I, look, I like to go to the Chinese buffet too, but I like to eat the green stuff. I like to eat the the steamed, uh, you know, this the steamed broccoli and uh, the green beans. The green beans are good for you. 
the steamed green beans and uh what else they got that's good for you um if you can here's the rule with chinese food if you can look at it and you can immediately see what it is it's not that bad for you (laughs) like if you if you eat like you know chicken and broccoli or the steak and and peppers that stuff's pretty i mean it's not great for you because of the salt content but you know, at least you can see that it's vegetables and meat. You can differentiate between the chicken and the beef. And my role for Chinese food is that there are no rules. <laughs> Anything goes in that place, baby. <laughs> By the way, we, we should do lunch because my uh, my Chinese place is your Chinese place. So we should have lunch together one oh, day. Dynasty? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like yeah, I love that place. Yeah, I, I, I go there frequently. I like, the, uh, I like to eat the rice noodles. Rice noodles are good. I like to get some soup while I'm there. Yeah, uh, my go-to, Indian chicken. That, that's my favorite, actually. The Indian chicken is the best. But let me tell you, I, it be spicy, boy. It yeah, be, it's uh, spicy. It's basically, I mean, if anybody's never had Indian chicken, it's basically just, uh, it's like, uh, it's just chicken and jalapenos and uh, I think soy sauce, maybe. I'm not sure what else is in it. Yeah, well, it's it's red pepper. It's got red. Yeah, they do red pepper, black pepper, and jalapenos, and I that's a treat for me because I it'll burn your booty hole. (laughs) It's coming out, but it's good going in. And I'll and uh I'll I'll get mouth sores too if I eat. uh, Ooh, dude, you know what that is? You're not getting enough vitamins. That's what hap. That's what happens when you don't eat enough greens. Hey, man. Um. Do I look like a pussy to you, Jason? <laughs> I don't need no fucking vitamins. Got this vitamin D Dude, nuts, boy. Why don't you at least make yourself a nice smoothie during the day? You could put some kale in it, man, some oat milk or some uh, almond milk, and you put like a banana in there and some peanut butter and some strawberries, and it's really good. Some blueberries. Blueberries are great for you. They're like all sorts of antioxidants. I mean, I do like blueberries. And your mom's got those good blueberries. That's what I did with the blueberries she gave me. She gave me a bag of blueberries, and guess what happened to them? They went into uh, shakes, baby. Shakes. Hold on. When did my mom give you a bag of fucking blueberries? Because your mom loves me, and she gave me a bag of blueberries. But when? When did this transpire? Because I know about the blueberries. It was a couple months ago. Back when they were in, in full, like, not bloom, but full ripeness. Like around May or so, I guess. See, this weirds me out. It, it weirds me out that my mom creates relationships with people that are independent to my relationship with them. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when the fuck did you give Jason blueberries? Jason's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your mom's friend, too. I guess you are closer to her age. <laughs> yeah, I'm closer to your mom's age than I am yours. I can, I'm literally old enough to be your dad. You know what? I'd like that better, Jason. <laughs> I would. Um, I could adopt you. Through, yeah, go you, throw the ball around. I don't have enough uh, room for you, though. You'll have to sleep on the air mattress downstairs. Uh, it might be a deal breaker, dude. The the worst part of going on the road is sleeping on an air mattress. Dude, I, I love sleeping on an air mattress. Oh, That's like the best sleep ever. Not for me, Papa. Except for. I, I went and stayed at my brother's last weekend. Um, I don't, I don't really want to get into why, but uh, uh, you know, the, I had a family tragedy, 
happen yeah. a few weeks ago. Uh, that's why we had take a week off, uh, not last week, but week before. But um, went and stayed at my brother's for a few days, and he's got the he's got a three story house up in Birmingham, and I was down on the bottom floor, and I was in a room by myself, but. There was a couch, and he had a uh, blow-up mattress down there. And he's like, yeah, I've had that blow-up mattress for, like, you know, 15 years or so. But uh, he's like, yeah, I got you all set up down there. So went to go sleep that first night. Get on the air mattress. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a nice air mattress. Went to sleep. Woke up, like, three hours later, flat on the floor. And <laughs> the mattress was, like, wrapped around me like a taco. <laughs> I'm just like, what, what happened? <laughs> I have been in that exact same situation before. My my thing is, is I'll I'll always wake up sticky because because I have a cheap air mattress and it doesn't have that like cover on it, so it's just fucking <laughs> sticky rubber, and I sweat in my sleep. So I'll peel my fucking face off the rubber when I wake up. That's gross. Not to mention when I'm on the road. I, I have get, an air mattress I bought. The, earlier this year and it's got like yeah. that nice like velvet top to it so it's oh, yeah. really nice i don't have one of those mine was like 20 dollars. what Walmart. are you sleeping on one of those like coleman's <laughs> for like outside sleeping uh, i think that actually is the brand yeah yeah <laughs> you got um, one of crappy ones oh yeah and, and whenever i'm on the road too uh, uh, i i don't do anything before shows but uh, but Pretty much after every show, I, I get like inconceivably fucked up after <laughs> most every show on the road. Because look, I I I when I'm at home, I don't smoke anything, I don't drink, I don't do anything. And so when I go on the road, all bets are off. Who's gonna know? Not you. Not if I don't tell you. You're so, just trying to be a statistic, a look, comedy man, statistic. Look at who my heroes are. Chris Farley, John Belushi, John Candy. Doesn't bode fucking well for me. Sure. But, um, but no, I'll get so fucked up and then I'll pass out because when you're that fucked up, it doesn't matter where you pass out. And so I'm sweating out all the, the, the alcohol and drugs in my system under this nasty air mattress with no sheet. And I'm sleeping fully clothed because if I don't have my clothes on, then my whole body's stuck to the air mattress and so i just wake up drenched and sticky and i don't remember uh, what happened and everyone would be that like, thing yeah, smells like bo and shame it does and um <laughs> <laughs> apparently the first night of uh, one tour i went on i woke up the next morning and everyone was like yeah man last night you just kept like talking about how you were gonna die really young like, that's all I talked about while I was super fucked up. I was like, I'm going to die young. <laughs> uh, and uh, there might be some truth to that. Please don't, don't die know. young. I don't want to have to do this show by myself. Look, if, if, I, if I do die young, uh, well, I should, I, should make you the, uh, I should make you my kid's godfather. I should make you the godfather uh, of my child. If you want. I'm sure, I'm sure my, my girlfriend will be alive for 100 years just based off of <laughs> anger and spite. But just in case a horrible accident transpires, I would, uh, I, I would, I would be happy if you would give my daughter all of my horrible jokes. Sure, I will. I will. She's going to be a comedian, dude. My daughter, she does shit that is like, that like she like makes jokes. Mm-hmm. Like just to make me laugh. 
like the other day I was changing her diaper and she just looked at me. She went, you're not dad, dad. I'm dad, dad. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, you're not dad, dad. I'm dad, dad. She would just fuck with me. It's so hilarious. But um, something that I, I want to talk about, uh, I don't know if you've seen it or not. Have you seen Dave Chappelle's new special? No, I have not. I haven't had time to watch it. It. Uh, let me tell you. Of course, all you know, every group's getting pissed off, right? But it's good jokes. Like it's, it's good jokes. Like a, a good a rule in comedy is you can say whatever you want as long as it's funny. It kind of rings true with this special, man. Like it's he's just it's really funny fucking jokes. All right, <clears throat> I'll have to watch it. I, I'm. Honestly, uh, there's been so much controversy about it. I'd rather yeah. wait and watch it when it's there's nothing going on about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I would have felt that same way, but I, I watched it the day it came out, and uh, I thought nothing of it because I, I actually sat down and watched and listened and discerned what was a joke and what was Dave Chappelle's actual opinions on things. And I was like, okay, that's a good comedy special. Yeah. And then I look at the internet and I'm like, wait, you got that from that? Are you <laughs> fucking dumb? Yeah, that's the thing. I think a lot of it is uh, a lot of people going after it probably haven't even seen it and are yeah. just going off what other people say, which 100%. is a lot of what happens in the world these days. Mm -hmm. People don't want to check it out for themselves. They just want a reason to get angry. And that's my biggest problem with everything nowadays is like people want to just get angry at something. They just want to get angry. And I think that's, and I'm not just talking like, and people can say, oh, that, you know, that's the left or the right. I'm talking like it's both sides. Like, and it doesn't oh, yeah. matter what it is. Like people turn stuff political, like make political things out of nothing. And then people just want to be angry these days. And like, I'm just, ugh. It's so gross. Yeah. I try to stay as far away from it as possible. Yeah. I mean, I will say that at this point, Dave Chappelle's kind of asking for it because he do you don't have to do an hour that's just politics. You yeah. don't have to do an hour of just jokes of, you know, that are about political matter. Yeah. Like you could just do an hour <clears throat> of fucking jokes. And that's the thing. I'm kind of so over politics at this point. I don't even want to hear comedians talk about politics like yeah. whether it's left or right like I don't care I just don't even want to really hear it at this point I'd rather comedy I mean yes we need to as comedians we have to punch up and if there's something funny <clears throat> yeah go ahead and make a joke about it but if your like whole act is like politically charged like I don't yeah. I don't want to hear it no matter what your stance is I mean at this point it's hacky like I mean, you have jokes about politics. Cool. What are you going to do next? Airplane food? Yeah. Like, like everyone I, has jokes about politics. I want to hear people joking, uh, pun punching up, you know, making jokes about, uh, you know, the, the world and like things that make us think, things that just make you think, you know, like, and I, I don't know. I, but yeah. Like, and like observational humor, things that are happening in the world now that you, you notice, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I'm so over politics at this point. I just don't even want to hear it by anyone. 
Yeah, I, I walked in the house. I got off of work the other day. I walked in the house. My dad was sitting on the the couch watching Rachel Maddow. <laughs> I was like, when did you turn into an 80-year-old woman? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? Uh, watching Rachel Maddow? Yeah, why? There's so many other thing, better things to watch. I mean, go watch What If, you know, or... I don't know, like what we do in the shadows. There's like so many other things to watch. Uh, I will say though, speaking of of comedy specials, I I also watch um, Howie Mandel does specials on the CW. It's like a Howie Mandel and Friends thing where he hosts and he brings other comics on. First of all, I just want to say Howie Mandel is one of the most trash comics to ever exist. Well, you know he doesn't Uh, write his own jokes, right? I do know that. I do know that. And for someone who doesn't write their own jokes, I don't know how they're not better. How do you become um, a comedian without writing your own jokes? Did he ever write his own jokes? He, well, he, um, he said that he's used writers for years, and he's been doing comedy for 40 years. So, I mean, I'm sure when he started 40 years ago, he wrote his own jokes. But let's face it, you didn't have to be that great to get somewhere in comedy 40 years ago. Yeah, but if you've been doing comedy for 40 years, it should just be like second nature to you at that point. It should be, but he doesn't write his own jokes and his jokes still aren't funny, so <laughs> I don't like Howie Mandel. That's my opinion on that. But, I, but I'm also a slut, so anything about comedy, I watch it. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those things where they had like, here's a big name comedian. Like for instance, they're like, here's Sherry Shepard not being funny for five minutes. And then here's this actual funny comedian you've never heard of for five minutes. And then here's Patton Oswalt closing it out, not fucking funny at all. And then here's Dolce Sloan being fucking hilarious, even though you've never heard of her. Yeah. Um, there's this one comic that I watch, and I, I want to find more of her because she was the funniest one. She went right before Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt closed the whole thing out. Did five minutes on COVID or something hacky bullshit like mm. that. And uh, is, is this comedian, her name is Robin Tran, and she's transgender from uh, male to female. And she was the only one that didn't have jokes about COVID, politics, anything hacky like that. Mm-hmm. She's, she, and she has this joke. And I'll go ahead and say it because it's on TV. I mean, you can go watch it. Uh, where she says, a lot of people ask me if I've gotten the surgery yet. And I don't know what you think is under this dress, but I can guarantee you it's not $100,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best jokes I've heard in a while. That's a really good fucking joke. Yeah. I have to. Uh, what is this called again? Uh, the thing is, is Howie Mandel's like, don't sneeze on me or some hacky fucking title like that. But you can look up Robin Tran. I'm sure she has sets on YouTube. I like finding new comedians that are, haven't been, uh, you know, messed up by being famous. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nothing nothing kills your comedy like fame. A hundred percent, dude. I mean, look at Patton Oswalt has so many hour specials and. He just, he doesn't even try anymore because he just gets up there and talks and people listen. It's yeah. like, you don't even have to be funny anymore. You have to be Patton Oswalt. Meanwhile, yeah. Robin Tran has hardly any credits, has about a thousand fans on YouTube, and she's a fucking murderer. They put her up right before Patton Oswalt because yeah. she's fucking hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. But so, uh, we're coming up to the end of the show. We need to start wrapping this yeah. thing up. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess. We don't have to. Yeah, we, I mean, we don't have to, but we, we need to. I mean, got <laughs> finish my soup, I who guess. Who do we got coming up next week? I don't even know who's on the docket. Yeah, uh, so we... we uh, you just went out for a second. So repeat that. Oh, no! You're back. You're back. I uh, I accidentally touched my cord just once. And oh. said, don't fucking touch me. Don't big touch. Fat keep your hands dick. off your cord. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, no, we have Sam Talent coming up next week. He's going to talk about his new hour comedy special. Very surprised I got him on. He's a fucking killer comic. Great headliner. Um, and I sent him one email. He responded to me five minutes later like, yeah, I'd love to come on. Fantastic. So, oh, yeah, man. I want to. I want to uh, talk to you. I want to get Tom Atkins on the podcast. Yeah, we should try that. Um, I, I don't. I don't know how I would. Uh, I would reach out to him. I'd probably have to find out who his management is. Because I want to uh, tell him how much I love Halloween Three. And yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna wanna, tell him to go fuck himself. <clears throat> I, want, I want you to squirm because I'm gonna tell him that you hate his movie. And yeah, you're a little. Uh, a little asshole. <laughs> I, I know that. I know that he defends it a lot. But to be fair, I mean, if I starred in such a horrible movie, I'd probably defend it a lot. You know, too. if I was in that movie, I would never let anyone forget. I would just like pass out DVD copies of it every Christmas to everyone. <laughs> Dude, it's hard to even find like on TV when they when they're showing the like every movie sequel. Like they show Friday the Thirteenth well, Part you know what? Seven. When I'm rich and and have all the money in the world from being a, a world-class comedian and podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start my own TV station, and uh, it's just going to be Halloween 3 all day, every day. That's it. Have you ever, little off-topic, have you ever heard Louis C.K.'s uh, Dirty Pet Fuckers joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what you're doing with that. He's like, "How is this still running?" <laughs> yeah, I would just do that. Halloween three, season of the witch, all day, every day, twenty four hours they, a day. When they show Halloween marathons, they skip that movie. They go from two to four because they suck. Because they don't know what's good. They they don't know. No man. But hey, have you seen the new Halloween Kills movie? No, I, I haven't had time or money to go. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The uh, the three Silver Shamrock masks are in the movie. Yeah. So it's canon. Yeah. It's canon. Cool, I guess. But, I mean, they still kind of retconned everything, though. But still, those, there the masks are there. So it, it, it existed. Yeah, and if you yeah. haven't seen it, go watch it. And or tell uh, Jacob how much he sucks for hating that movie. Yeah. You don't have to. Do that. You don't have to do any of that, actually. Uh, but tell everybody what uh, what you got going on this week. Um, yeah, man. So right after the podcast, I'm gonna uh, lay down and cry myself to sleep. Um, and after that, uh, you can see me every Tuesday night at the Duke Joint in Ocean Springs. I host the open mic there. Come sign up with me, or just come and uh, you know hang out, uh, have some laughs. And I'm gonna be opening for Mo Alexander. November 19th, also at the Duke Joint. We're also going to have him on the podcast. Uh, very excited for both of those things to happen. Awesome. Mm. Oh, wait, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Pepper Burp.
There you go. <laughs> uh, we could sell that to a radio station. I know we could. That's like the perfect burp, isn't it? It's like the it's the perfect MP3 burp. Just <laughs> like you, it doesn't yeah. get any better than that. It sounds like someone engineered it. Yeah, it does. It's perfect. I love it. I want to. I just want to. I want to see if we if I can sell it. If somebody will buy it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Uh, if you oh go check out the Kumasan podcast if you're if you need a good thirty minute a week uh scripted fantasy fiction podcast in the vein of like Game of Thrones or like Conan the Barbarian go check out Kumasan uh just go go look on Instagram it's at, uh, at Kumasan podcast K U M A S A N and I think it's uh, at Kumasan on Twitter. You can download it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are given away for free. And uh, also this last week on uh, the Nerd Cave Retro Show, uh, we, got, we were joined by Joe, uh, wrestler, uh, retired ex-wrestler Joey Image, uh, joined us all, also along with Wally Phelps, and we talked about Halloween Kills. We did a Halloween Kills roundtable, and we've been getting some good feedback about the show. So if you've seen it, Go listen to the podcast. If you haven't seen it, don't listen because it's full of spoilers. Go watch it first and then go listen to it. So that's uh, that's all I got going on right now. So yeah, I think that's it. Is that it? Is that all we're doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that that's it, man. That's it. I was I was that's, waiting. I needed that's to everything. Oh my! That's everything. I it's guess all. Holy crap! Um... Well, <laughs> if you want to email us, email us at openmicerspodcast at gmail we're at Open Micers on Twitter and uh, Instagram, Open Micers Podcast on Facebook. And uh, OM Podcast will take you to our Patreon page where you can support the show and uh, tell everybody about the show. Spread the word. Be an Open Micer and follow our five, our, our list of five things not to do if you want to be an Open Micer. We'll see you next week.